Folks, good day. Larry G. Maguire here, right on artists at larrygmaguire.com. Welcome along to the Larb. It's Sunday, and that means it's Sunday Letters. Every week I pen a new article for my readers and subscribers, and I jump on here to the podcast and I narrate it. And this week I'm talking about the benefit in going narrow and deep versus broad and shallow. Uh there is an extensive debate on this and it's going on forever um, whether or not you should diversify whether you should know a little bit about everything or a little bit about a lot of things versus uh, a lot about uh, a small thing as if there is uh, one way to do it you know uh, as if there is a, a blanket rule across the board that applies to everybody or it should apply to everybody or even most people and um, really to be honest with you, I can see the benefit in both. And I'm talking about that a little bit today in the article. Um, what got me thinking about this was uh, a conversation I had in the gym about a week ago with one of my trainers. And we were talking about, um, it's a it's a powerlifting gym. And we were talking about the benefit of uh, going deep into weightlifting and um, the benefits that, you know, for your strength and all that kind of stuff. Um, in dedicating your time to that versus the likes of CrossFit, which is a little bit of everything. Um, and uh, I felt that there was something missing in my training because, well, I wasn't getting the results I wanted. And uh, although I can see the benefit in lifting weights, benching and squatting and all that kind of stuff, five, six days a week, um, I wanted something else. I needed something, something more. I needed a little bit of maybe more disciplines to reach my goals or feel fulfilled or whatever you want to call it. But we got talking about the subject. And um, also I was thinking about um, a guy that I worked with not so long ago um, that I couldn't get through to. Um, he hired me to help him with uh, his email marketing. And uh, he was so scattered across so many different things that he couldn't implement any of it really effectively. And uh, that's what happens. I've been there myself. I know how it feels. It's tough when you're trying to decide which is the right thing to do today in order to kind of take your business in the right direction. And there's so many things you feel you need to be uh, doing that um, it's overwhelming. And uh, we don't take the cues, you know. We don't take the hints that we're getting emotionally that this stuff is just not working out and uh, in in that respect it pays us to go deep on the core stuff that we've uh, taken on that that we've chosen you know if it's writing we'll then spend more time writing if it's sweeping the street we'll spend more time sweeping the street cleaning windows if it's uh, doing tax returns spend more time doing tax returns uh, if it's painting or or writing music or whatever. We've got to spend most of our time in those things. And then uh, maybe 80%, and then the other 20%, put it into uh, complementary activities, you know, like marketing. You're not going to, like, why would you spend 80% of your day marketing and only 20% making stuff? That to me doesn't make sense. You're different now if you had a team and you had someone you could put on marketing the whole time. But if you work solo, like me, you don't. You've got to spend time making the stuff and then most of your time. And then the extra little bit 
couple hours a day, maybe uh, getting it out there. But I think trying to be in too many places, trying to cover too many bases is detrimental. All those plates spinning, it's it's horrible, you know. And uh, the guy I was working with, Dave, let's call him Dave, was uh, was just like that, spread too thin and couldn't see the forest for the trees, you know. Maybe that's a good reason enough to uh, hire a coach. Um, incidentally, um, I'm making space in my diary and my schedule to work with some people under marketing. And if you need to dig out with specifically with MailChimp and your email marketing, let me know. Larry at LarryGMcGuire.com. Uh, and I'll see what I can do. See if I can help you out any way I can. And uh, there's more on that particular uh, offer in today's uh, article. Get over to LarryGMcGuire.com and give it a read. And um, now... I'm going to narrate that article for you, Sunday Letters article, and um, hope you enjoy it. Sunday Letters, the 3rd of February 2019. In today's article, I want to get into the subject of going narrow and deep versus broad and shallow. Some advice suggests we should diversify, be skilled in many areas. Broad and shallow, in other words. Contrary advice says we should focus intently on one area and become expert at that, narrow and deep. After much inner deliberation and consideration of my views on the merits on the narrow approach where creative work is concerned, I find there is a balance that must be met. I'm a member of a local gym where the focus is on lifting heavy and getting strong. Powerlifting is their thing and they are very focused and dedicated people. I've noticed over the last three months that I've become much stronger and muscle mass has increased. My overall body weight has increased as I've trained, but my percentage body fat has remained the same. Now, I could have paid more attention to my diet and in doing so brought that body fat figure down. But I like my croissants and Belgian chocolate. You can't have both, you say. For many people, maybe not, but I know my body and I've proved to myself over and over that I actually can have certain indulgences while staying in good shape. But something with regard to my training was missing, and I knew it. I was building muscle and getting stronger than I ever had, but I wasn't getting the definition that I expected. I needed an aerobic element to my training. I needed to get out of breath. Lifting weights wasn't enough. The guys at the, at the gym were strong dudes. They were focused and skilled, and I learned a lot about how to lift efficiently. They were following a narrow and deep philosophy with regard to training, and within their domain, they were expert. Just don't ask them to run 10K. But I knew if I dedicated myself to this particular narrow field that I could become good and develop serious lifting strength. But I wanted something else. The tuition was valuable, but I wasn't turning any of that extra me into CO2. I needed a little more gas in my workouts and I was accustomed to training that way. So I needed to reintroduce it to meet my own particular goals. I received a benefit from becoming more focused for those three months, an advantage that I will hold. But for me, I needed a slightly broader focus. Applying broad and shallow focus. Everyone wants your attention. Those fuckers just won't leave you alone. They need to continually sell to be viable and they need you to notice them to make that happen. Everyone does it. Consultants, web designers, insurance companies, banks, car dealers, big and small companies alike. The world is filled with people chasing fulfillment in a future that never gets here. Rats in a wheel. 
they're convinced that bigger is better. More sales, bigger business, more commission, more people, more profit, etc. And they're willing to sacrifice everything to get it. Their entire modus operandi is to sell you a vacuous solution that promises to make you beautiful, famous, successful or wealthy. And they couldn't care less if it's right for you or not. The problems for you and I begin when we believe the hype. You see, they know more about what motivates us than we do. And they have the tools to make us believe them. We're not present enough to see the truth. Desperate for success, we are ripe for the picking. We believe the promises they make and we spread ourselves way too thin, trying to implement all their all their, those things they say we need to do. The result? Scattered, ineffective action. With focus of, of attention spread too thin, we hardly ever apply enough of our focus to make an impact. Years later, we wonder why we haven't made it. Going broad and shallow when you're not ready. A short while ago, I was working with a client. Let's call him Dave. He was a writer. He hired me to help him with MailChimp, build his email list and develop an ethical email marketing strategy. Dave was an experienced writer and teacher of the craft, but he was in a little financial trouble. Desperate to generate enough income to cover his outgoings, he was jumping at everything that moved. Everything was important. He was taking a business course, teaching, getting caught up in website problems, Facebook ads, SEO, and trying to hold a presence on multiple social media platforms. With focus outside his car work and with multiple plates spinning, he was suffering overwhelm. He was completely immersed in the minutiae of every aspect of his business and couldn't see that his lack of focus was the problem. I was just another source vying for his attention, and as such, there was absolutely nothing I could do for him. His focus on everything made him master of none. Dave wasn't ready or equipped to take on all these elements. He, for one reason or another, was convinced that to be successful in business he needed to be everywhere. Everyone else had the solution except him. Little did he realise that if he only focused on creating his core work to the very best level he could, spending less time spread thinly across multiple tasks, then he would get noticed. That's not to say he shouldn't spend time marketing. On the contrary, a couple of hours per day marketing is time well spent. But to place this secondary work above his core work was a mistake. I don't know where Dave is today, but I hope he managed to get rid of those distractions enough to make his business work. Dave struggled because he hadn't applied sufficient narrow focus. He was broadly focused and he made a shallow impact. The perfect blend of narrow and deep and broad and shallow. To reach my fitness goals, or any goal for that matter, I realise I need to focus on one aspect at a time and develop a reasonable aptitude there. Then tomorrow, I'll focus on something else. I have no intention of becoming world class, you see. I just want to be fit, strong, lean, and I know from previous experience how best to achieve that. If I want to be a champion powerlifter, then I'll need to train that specific set of skills daily, six or seven days a week. But that doesn't mean I shouldn't run, skip or cycle. Developing a broad understanding of those other skills will benefit me in powerlifting and help me stay aerobically fit. But I don't need to know them inside out. Besides, how could I? If I wanted to be a marathon runner, then I've got to run long distance most of the time and complement that with lifting heavy weights. So it is with that thing we want to be known for, that we must dedicate our time, attention and focus to for long periods of the day, then complement that with other activities. 
in not knowing where to place our focus, in our inability to go deep, we become targets for others who want and need our attention. And in that there is unfulfillment and disharmony. Narrow and deep in one subject for long periods, then shallow and broad in related disciplines for shorter periods, is a perfect blend. Ladies and gents, thanks for listening to to today's Sunday Letters. I'm getting better at this, although it did take about five takes to get that going. It's very frustrating when you make a mistake and it's just because when you're reading it, uh, it's different to when you write it, you know. That's most of the time, if I'm spending time on something, writing it, I'll read over it out loud a couple of times, Uh, especially if I'm going to narrate it because if a sentence doesn't flow properly um, for speech, then it, it's you can stumble over it, you know. It's funny that, but it's kind of a psychic thing, you know, a psychological thing. Um, but uh, thanks for listening today. Uh, to reiterate that we offer at the start of the show to uh, supplement my own income, I'm offering a re-offering. I, I was doing it for a while previous, but uh, I had stopped to pursue other things. Um, I'm offering my services, marketing, specifically MailChimp. So if you need help with that, drop me a line, Larry at LarryGMcGuire.com. And uh, I'll see what I can do for you. There's a link at the very top of uh, the website. Click on that, uh, hire Larry, and it'll bring you through to a page and tell you a little bit about what I can do for you and uh, the rates and all are there too. So uh, happy to help you if you need it. That's it for this week's uh, Sunday Letters and today's episode of the LARB podcast. I've been Larry G. McGuire. If you want to read my stuff, get over to LarryGMcGuire.com. Subscribe for Sunday Letters. I'll ping this over to you when it's written every week. And uh, that's all I've got for you. So I hope you enjoy the rest of your day, whatever time of the day you happen to be listening. And uh, I'll catch you later. Okay. Oh, one final thing. Don't forget next Friday and every Friday, I'm going live on Patreon, patreon.com forward slash Larry G. McGuire. And I'm chatting live to guests about creativity and work and art and all that kind of stuff and business. This Friday, I'm talking business again with, uh, who am I? Who have I got this week? Rob O'Donoghue. Uh, so don't miss that. Rob has a couple of podcast show, shows, I think, going. One is called a 1% podcast and the other one, uh, what's the other one called? I can't remember. Anyway, Rob will tell you all about that. Talk to you about his process. Talk about the stuff he's interested in. We'll get chatting about work, business, and all that kind of stuff. Looking forward to it. So uh, don't forget, every Friday on uh, Patreon, uh, patreon.com forward slash Larry G. McGuire. The links are in the show notes. Okie dokie. Enjoy the rest of your day, and I'll see you later. Take it easy. <laughs>